exciting announcement here. Me and uh, our technical director here, Joshua Engelhardt, have very exciting news. We are releasing uh, the Wojo Walkthrough Closet. Uh, essentially, we are having merch coming out. Uh, sweatshirts, shirts, uh, stickers. This is very, very... Um, this is something the community needs. We need a fashion bump. Uh, Wojo Walkthrough is a very, very... Um, dashing brand that could come to this community through uh, stickers, sweatshirts, and shirts. So it will be, we're, we have uh, great deals already going on. We're talking to Gucci. Uh, what, what's, what, who else, Bubba? Uh, uh, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton, that's uh, right. Nike. Yep, Nike, all these big brands yeah. um, all around town. Uh, even the local priest even said he would get in on it. So it is a big... Um, Big uh, deal coming, but seriously, how much do you think we should charge for a shirt? I I'd say maybe fifteen to uh, twenty. Two, two to four thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be nice, No, seriously, we want to make these shirts affordable. We are coming out with shirts and sweatshirts and stuff, and it's mm -hmm. going to be uh, uh, provided by a local community member who's into uh, making these sort of products. So. We are very, very excited, and uh, with that, I would like to introduce uh, Kelly Zinert onto the platform. I'm excited. You are the principal of the Clintonville High School, and you've given me many opportunities to kind of expand this platform throughout uh, the school, so I'm grateful for that. Have you ever had a disastrous interview? Oh, I've had disastrous interviews, <laughs> trust me. Everybody has. And there are times that you look back and you say, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I answered that question like mm, that. Right. I'm going to sound so stupid. So uh, I'm hoping not to yeah. sound stupid in this podcast, but yeah, we've all had disastrous interviews where you look back and you just shake your head and say, okay, next mm. time I'll do better. Let's just leave it all on Bob and deal with the pressure and me and you will be fine here. <laughs> all right. Sounds <laughs> like a plan. Yep. So I've, uh, I've also had disastrous interviews in the past, um, you know, with them. Um, you could also say with that priest when we were trying to get the brand out, uh, he wanted to have a cross on the side or anything. And I was just like, yeah, we're not a religious podcast. We're a topical platform. So uh, that's what we kind of do. We talk about just random topics, but also we combine interviews to get to know people and to kind of dive into like variables into people's life so let's say the 15 year old version of yourself do you think she would have thought you took this path in life um i'm going to tell you that when i was a senior in high school i had no idea what i wanted to do with my life mm -hmm. to be perfectly honest i went to college undecided which probably yeah. just stressed out my parents because i picked an expensive college to go to because it was a private university and they were probably thinking really did it stress out you it did not stress out okay. me because okay. I figured I'd I'd find a path. But okay. um, in this case, I went to college undecided. I had a lot of interest and I didn't know which one to pursue. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I went back to when I was a teenager. I was a lifeguard at the local pool here in oh, town. Really? Yeah. And I taught swimming lessons and I loved teaching. Mm -hmm. And so eventually I just went back to what I loved. Right. And um, so I went into education. Okay. I chose secondary education because my older sister was an elementary teacher and mm -hmm. I didn't want to do exactly what she did. Right. So I became a social studies teacher uh, at the high school level. So what mainly uh, led you to want to be a uh, principal in Clintonville? Um, well, 
Uh, I was a teacher on the reservation for seven years, the Menominee mm. Indian Reservation. Okay. Then I went to Shyocton, and at Shyocton, um, my boss at the time had said, have you ever really thought about administration? I think you'd do a good job. Oh. So I went and got my administrative degree and mm. thought, oh, I'm going to wait for a long time before I become an administrator. Mm-hmm. And then that same principal um, got Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh. And he said to me, I can't do this job anymore. Okay. Um, the board wants to have somebody fill in for me for the remainder of the year. Mm-hmm. And um, he asked if I would do it. Oh. And I had an agreement with the board. I had said, if I really hate this administrative thing, can I go back to the classroom? And yeah. they said, absolutely. So I finished out the year at Shyocton um, being the principal. And then uh, I just kind of stayed there as the principal. So you enjoyed it? Yeah. 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 Was there any struggles leaving the classroom, though? Oh, like, yeah. Did you miss it? Yeah, because yeah, I was the, the teacher where everybody was like, um, oh, I love her classes. I want to be yeah. in her classes. Or And I was the student council advisor, and I was in, a, you right, know, right, I was in charge right. of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was hard for me to step away, but I realized I could still interact with kids, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. you go from being the favorite teacher to... Ooh, sorry, the, the person who has to do discipline, which is, you know, not always the right. <laughs> the thing mm-hmm. that kids like. But, yeah, it was a change. Looking back, uh, what part of uh, life experience would you say you would alter if you had the chance? Um, you know, I get that question a lot, and mm-hmm. I don't know if I would change anything because from each bad experience, and there have been some bad ones, <laughs> each bad experience, I have learned something and grown. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to go through those experiences in order mm-hmm. to be a better person, a better right. principal or whatever. So I don't know if I change anything mm-hmm. um, because I've learned from it. And um, in your time as principal, do you think you'd give yourself any advice perhaps like four years ago, four or five years ago when you started? Um, I, I would just give myself the advice that um, change takes time. Sometimes when you come into a new building, you see things that um, you would like to change or see differently. Um, And it takes time for the students to get to know you. It takes time for the teachers to get to know you and the community to get to know you. So, um, you know, be patient because change takes time and um, people have to get to know who you are as a person Mm -hmm. uh, and get to trust you. When we're talking about change, are we talking particularly in like culture? per se? Uh, Culture and, um, you know, when I went to high school way back when, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, you know, it was an exciting time. It was in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when we had the state basketball run where we went all four years Mm -hmm. and everybody was excited to be a Mm -hmm. Clintonville trucker. Mm -hmm. And um, I would love for us all to have that feeling again. Uh, where you're excited about being a trucker and wearing the apparel and saying that you're from Clintonville, which is known for the basketball Mm -hmm. dynasty or the football dynasty or soccer or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I'd like to to get us back to a a culture where um, you're excited to be a trucker. I think that it has to come from the students though. It has to be a grassroots movement. And I'm going to tell you, the seniors usually are the ones who drive the culture of the school. Mm-hmm. I've been in um, schools where the senior class was all about, let's remember our senior year, let's create all these activities, yeah. let's do stuff. Mm-hmm. And they really set the stage. So it, it really 
depends on your student body and um you know mainly the seniors but mm -hmm. you guys are on your way out you right. only have a few months left so yeah. you know you're not too fond of a senior skip day though <laughs> <laughs> i understand the tradition of it let's yeah. just say that but, but yeah the juniors are going to have to step up now and figure out what kind of school mm -hmm. culture they want right i think mainly going back to your, what you were kind of saying too is that it's not going to happen overnight mm -hmm. it's it's a process that will take uh, a long time but also take effort from all sides Right. in a way to be effective. There's being a new middle school being built right, right. now and um, also uh, additions to the labs for science and so on. Uh, what, do, what do you think about this expansion? Um, I'm really excited about it. Mm -hmm. When I was at Shyacton, I was at a K through 12 building. So I've seen the interaction that can happen between middle school and high school and how it can benefit the whole district. Okay. Um, it is going to be different. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to have some hiccups along the way. There are some things that we have to figure out where classrooms are going to be and stuff like that. But I okay. think in the end, um, it's going to be an awesome opportunity. I'm really looking forward to it. What do you think would be the biggest part that would be the most beneficial out of having the middle schoolers kind of intertwined with that high school um, environment? Um, you know, I think that um, high school kids forget how much younger kids look up to them. Okay. And the interaction mm -hmm. and the look on a middle schooler's face when they see that high school kid who has their own podcast or the high school quarterback or, you know, the kid who always gives them a high five in the classroom mm -hmm. um, as they're walking down the hallway. Just the interaction between them, mm -hmm. I think, is going to be great. And we talk about building a positive culture. I've seen it in other school districts, and I'm excited for it here at Clintonville. I did want to get into this conversation with you, though. Do we think the dress code will be a part of this kind of um, going forward? Do you, you like for the dress code? What, what's your um, what's your opinion on, on our dress code right now? Um, so when I first got here, yeah. the dress code was the number one issue that teachers wanted solved. Okay. So basically, it was a disruption in staff. The staff felt it was a disruption in the classroom, that it wasn't addressed, yeah. and they wanted it addressed. So that first year I was here, mm -hmm. um, we, Mrs. Bakeberg and I, um, talked about the dress code, and mm -hmm. we made the change because that's what we felt that the staff wanted, and yeah. that's what we needed do, to do to move forward. Mm -hmm. um, if you noticed in the last year, mm -hmm. um, we've changed the dress code. And why? Because I met with a group of students who said, can we loosen up on the dress code? Can we have the midriff showing? You know, how about if we compromise? Right. Um, and that's all about uh, the culture of the school is being able to sit down with the students to you hear what, to. Yes, right, yes. To, to sit down with the students and say, okay, my way is not the only way. Um, but it's give and take, and uh, as a result, we have a little uh, change in the dress code, and um, kids were excited about it. But it was all student-driven, saying, "Can we? Can we talk? Can we discuss it?" And um, I'm open to that. I guess the question is, like, what specific examples were disruptive with hoods and hats in particular? Um, because. Uh, Along with the dress code, the other issue that the teachers had um, mm -hmm. problems with was kids wearing hats in school. Okay. Um, and they said, one, 
Um, we're trying to prepare them for the workplace, and you can't always wear a hat in the workplace. Okay. Okay. Um, we're trying to prepare these kids for life in a real job. Mm -hmm. um, so we talked about that, and then we also found that with all the cameras that we have, it's really hard to like figure out who is who when their hood is up or they have a hat over their face um, because okay. it's harder to figure out for security purposes. Um, so we got rid of the hats, and I have to tell you, uh, it was either last year or the year before, we knew that there was somebody in our high school that shouldn't have been there because they were wearing a hat. And so for safety purposes, we were able to pinpoint that student in the hallway, walk them out, ask them why they were there, and walk them out because they weren't supposed to be there. So um, it, it's really for security purposes. Um, is there uh, other districts? Is, it, is this the main consensus for districts around uh, this area, or is there districts that do allow uh, hat wearing? There are districts that do allow it, um, but most districts don't. Okay. because they find it just a hassle. Right. Um, I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't say, please take off your hat. Mm -hmm. Don't forget, you're not supposed to wear hats. Mm -hmm. um, I probably say it uh, at least 20 times a day, and mm -hmm. some districts are sick of fighting that fight. Right. Um, yeah. But security and safety is our utmost concern. You so won't back down. No, in, in that <laughs> case, I'm not going to back down right. on the hats. Mm -hmm. um, but we've talked about like things that we could do different. We do allow dress up days with hats and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So mm -hmm. um, I, I get it why kids want to wear them. Right, right. Do, do you remember wearing hats or hoods in high school? Or do no. You? no, no, no. Always had the hair showing? Always. Oh, it's blonde. What, what did you have in high school? <laughs> oh, I had the big 80s poofy bangs and everything. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, okay. there you okay. go. Well, it was you, a style. Oh, it was. It was. Okay. Okay. I bet, you know, what was your vibe in high school, Miss Diner? I'm kind of curious. Like, were you the, were you the, like, you're always studying, working hard, or were you kind of sneaking out the window and uh, having a good time? <laughs> um, I hung out with all of the teachers' kids. Okay. Oh, all right. And, and, all right. and my mom worked at the local bank, so she knew everything, so I couldn't get away with anything. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So, but, yeah. Uh, what, what was your, like, main hobbies in high school, you would say? Were you, you know, um, sports? Clubs? I was, my brother got all the athletic ability in our family. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, he Absorbed was a three-sport athlete. He was the kid who went to state every year in basketball, was all mm. state in football, and his okay. sister's got zero athletic ability. <laughs> um, so I was a cheerleader. Mm. I did palms. Mm. I did all that kind of stuff, student council. Mm. Um, so athletics was not my scene. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, it is the best time of the episode because it's the time for the Bubba question. I'm looking forward to this, Bubba. Hello, Mrs. Zeiner. Yes. How's your morning going? It is great. We have the electrical shutdown at school, so yes. uh, everybody has off. I hope they're enjoying oh, yeah. their, oh, yes. their snow day or electrical mm -hmm. day. So last year, last day of school, um, two members of society, uh, they're actually in the podcast, Brian Weiss and Ra uh, Ryan Marheim. They, uh, they clocked out. Yeah, they clocked out. Um, they did clock can you share your thoughts? On that situation. On uh, the yeah, situation yeah. with the clocks? Yes. Uh, you know, I wish I could. And this is a common question, like, hey, can you share what happened with this person or this person? Mm -hmm. But because they were minors at the time... I can't. Oh, so if you have a different question, if I, you have a different question, I'd be more than happy to answer it. But anything with people when they were minors, I can't. I'm sorry. 
But I have Whoa. to tell you, those two will always have a special place in my heart because they made my last year or their last year at high school a memorable one. Yeah. Right. And I have to tell you, those two, as many shenanigans as they pulled their senior year, they were always respectful to me and they made me laugh. Yeah. And, you know, no matter what they did, even today when I see them, I still smile because, you know, those are kids who I will remember. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I respect about you very much, Miss Iron. Yeah. You have a you have a fantastic sense of humor. And <laughs> you kind of have to, don't yeah. you, in this yeah. job? And that's but it's something that I feel like it's kind of like almost kind of dying in society these days is having a sense of humor. I feel that you know it's the best thing to do is just kind of laugh and smile every once in a while and find kind of just find the funny or the humor out of some of the crappy situations in life that's kind of horrible or like just bad in general and make shine a little bit of a point or of like a message behind it using comedy i think it's just a way to like i think it's just a human it's a natural human trait that i think is just like extremely effective and when we talk about baba we wish he had a little bit more of it <laughs> <laughs> but um baba come off with the cuff here do you have, you have another question for miss Einer here um all right, Bubba, I'm going to turn the tables on you here. Oh, and instead yeah. of you asking a question oh. of me, I'm going to ask a question of you. Okay. Wow. Uh, are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. What is your most memorable or favorite moment that you've had in Clintonville High School over the last four years? All right. Well, it was last year. Um, I got in trouble for it, but, you know. It was worth it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was worth it. It was, uh, there were seniors at the time. It was the very last day. And uh, we had a study hall, and I was like, hey, guys, it's your last day. Let's go, you know, let's go make some trouble or something. Let's turn it up. Yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, we went to all the bathrooms, and we dumped out the garbages. Oh, jeez. Um, and uh, there's one bathroom uh there's a kid going to the bathroom in the stall. We dumped a uh, paper towel on him. Okay. We knew who he. <laughs> yeah. Let me guess. Is, yeah. is it with two of my favorite students from last year? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. It, it was probably like your third. <laughs> okay. We'll let the audience figure out who well, that yeah, third yeah, person yeah. is. They'll fill in the gaps there. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, Bubba, for the insightful. Um, advice and um, feedback as always do you realize if this podcast solely relied on your content we'd be broke we'd be yes broke. <laughs> we would make a dime ladies and gentlemen I'm Kelly um, thank you very much for coming on the podcast today we appreciate it very much thank you for having me I just wanted you to Hey, you listened to the whole episode. Guess who doesn't care? Okay, enough, folks. But thank you very much for uh, sticking around to hear me address to you that this is the end of the episode. So, how about you get off your phone, put it down, and go out and do something? Okay? Is that is that too much to ask? 
Go out and do something. Stop being lazy. Stop whatever you're doing, okay? Go eat a calzone. Go, go do a jumping jack. Instead of just sitting down and listening to me. Much love and good night.